Joining me right now on Kumite TV is UFC lightweight Thomas Gifford. What's going on, Thomas? Uh, not much. Just sitting over here chilling while my girlfriend is playing my video game. All right, what you what you playing, man? What you into? Uh, I'm playing Fortnite. That's that's the only game I own. Okay, how good are you at Fortnite? Then how do you rate yourself? Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm the lowest of the low. I've uh since it came out, I've always I've been going to the training camp and leaving my Xbox at home. That way, I can just focus on training. But when I come back for four to six weeks, then I play a little bit, but I I can't get no good at it. I'm I'm not a hand-eye coordination guy with my thumbs. I gotta I gotta have real life stuff. You know, during a training camp, a lot of people would think like video games would help you. You know, kind of pass the time when you're when it's time to rest and things like that. It, does it become a distraction for some people? You think? Uh yeah. When uh when I was here when I first started playing it after my last UFC fight, I uh it was like a religious thing. I would stay up till two to three o'clock in the morning. My girlfriend would get mad at me for not going to bed and like, oh, I, like I don't have to work in the morning. I don't have to do nothing. It's my rest period. But yeah, it's it gets addicting into where you don't want to turn it off until you absolutely have to. Yeah, I guess it. You're not really resting then. You're actually like, you know, defeating the purpose of resting, right? Oh yeah, it's crazy when you get when you get so into a video game. It's crazy how much stress and like pressure putting on your body because you're moving your feet you're squeezing your muscles and you're just racking your brain trying to get good at it instead of just like chilling and relaxing and letting your body calm down your heart rate staying up you're still going and i mean people don't think it takes that out of you but actually playing video games for a couple hours does pretty much a lot to your body more than you think it would yeah definitely now you know you killed it on the regional scene you made your ufc debut in florida at ufc sunrise um, you went to the judges. It didn't go your way. You know, looking back at that fight, what is your breakdown of the performance you had? I just, I think I let the emotions get a hold of me. And I was, I mean, I come from a poor family and I've never had that kind of money. And I was thinking 50K, you got to land that right hand. You got to land that punch. And I was so dead set on going straight forward and hitting him with that punch that I was letting him dictate the fight. Uh, it was pretty much like tunnel vision. All I was focused on was him. I wasn't focused on anything else. I wasn't setting nothing up. I wasn't using my game plan. I wasn't doing none of that. I was just going in there and relying on my jujitsu, which they don't work out when you got a good jujitsu player against you. So now heading into this fight, your second appearance in the octagon, you you're, you feel more relaxed. You feel the the pressure is not on you anymore to kind of you know chase after that big money. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the guy I'm fighting, he, he's a brawler. And, I mean, he hopefully he won't take me down, which usually I tell people, once I start hitting you, you're going to take me down anyway. So I'm prepared for it. But I don't, once I hit the ground, I got to learn to get up. And this whole training camp, I've been setting it in my mind to get up. As soon as my butt hits the ground, I've been jumping up. I've been beating all these wrestlers. I've been trying to get up. I've been using my jiu-jitsu to get up instead of playing that guard game and losing the rounds. And in my mind, my game plan is when I hit the ground, I tap you out. When we stand it up, I'm going to knock you out. But in the UFC level, you can't do that. You ain't going to be able to tap everybody out like I've been doing. And I learned that the hard way. But now I've got the game plan set to where I can stand up and bang with anybody. And then when he takes me down, I'm going to jump right back up. And he's going to be having a worse time trying to hold me down. When they told you that you're going to go back to Florida to fight for the UFC again, 
did you expect or did you want to fight somewhere else you know because usually the ufc is all over the world you know a lot of guys they want to fight in different countries were you kind of disappointed in the location uh not really because i like florida and and the fact of i mean i come from a poor family i didn't have to pay last time i paid almost twenty five hundred dollars in medicals and fighting in florida again i don't have to do that because you got to do it every six months to a year and i'm five months later i'm fighting in the same place so it's kind of a blessing in disguise but i mean i love florida i love the beach and i mean it's it's above sea level and i'm in the elevation so high it's amazing when i went there and ran last time i felt amazing with my cardio and now i know it's, it's going to be the same way then so it's kind of an advantage but uh i don't think i'm ready for that first international flight i've never flown more than four or five hours and i didn't like doing that but I couldn't imagine flying 14 because my coach went to Abu Dhabi and he said that was a 24 hour flight. And I mean, he had to go to chiropractor three times in a week after that. Jeez. And I couldn't imagine what that would do to me before the fight, you know? But yeah, I mean, I want to travel the world, but I got I got to get my feet set in the UFC before I make any of those big decisions. Definitely. Now, you know, you mentioned your upcoming opponent. He's a brawler, Brock Weaver. You know, what are your thoughts on him? you know, inside and outside of the cage? Uh, outside the cage, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because I think we're the same way. I, I, I started out boxing in a barn, a tin barn, with my friends from high school. And then I ended up owning my own gym, and I would still have people from my high school training. I would train in the backyard. We would wrap, grapple in the grass. We would fight on concrete. I mean, we didn't care. We just wanted to train. We wanted to work. We had concrete covered with carpet in our second gym. And I mean, we were just grinders and that's exactly what I see him doing. And he made it the same way I did from the ground up. And not to mention we're both godly men. And that's, that's a big factor. Both of us spreading God's word on the biggest corporation in the world. And to millions of people seeing us, I mean, that's a win-win for both of us alone. That's, that's the only reason why I'm doing this. Once I spread God's word, everything else from there is just fun. I mean, I love to fight after the weight cut and I say my praises to Jesus in front of all the means of people. After that, it's just fun. I've accomplished my goal. But if I want to keep doing that and reach a bigger aspect of people, I got to win this fight. And that brings me to the soul of him fighting. He's a brawler. He's been, he's been killing the regional scene. But I've been going everywhere. I've traveled to almost 11 states. And I beat people in their hometown. I beat guys that were undefeated. I've beaten guys that were, I mean, twice my level of skill just because I caught them or I got something. And when I went to the last UFC fight against Roosevelt, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to kick this guy's butt. But he was on that UFC level that I finally figured out that I have now. After these five months at Factory X, I feel like I'm on that UFC level. I've been rolling with them UFC guys. I've been rappling with them UFC guys. I've been wrestling with them. I mean, the, now I know the pace. I know the decisions. And it's going to be a big different story. but. That's the only th advantage really I see coming over him because he is a brawler. I mean, he's going to go back to what he came from. And if I'd done that, we would have a brawl fest. But now I'm picking my shots. I'm going to set up everything perfectly. I'm not going to go in there and brawl with him. I'm going to pick him apart, and I'm going to make him hurt. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that uh, will bring the stand and bang attitude into a fight. And especially for you, you know, you have that, you know, great stand up. It's almost like a perfect matchup for you if he does come in with the same game plan that he normally does. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it's like we're we're kind of like the same fighters, just he's left handed and I'm right handed, which is a southpaw is my weakness, and orthodox guy is his weakness. So I mean, it's, it's going to play to our weaks and strengths, but uh, with Coach Mark Montoya, I just he's got that higher fight IQ, and I'm going to just. I'm going to pick that brawler apart because I've been that brawler. I know exactly what he's going to do. I know exactly what he's going to try. You know, Brock, he won a lot of fans. And even Dana White loves him, you know, from the Contender Series. You know, what did you think about that performance and, you know, that contract-winning performance that he had at Welterweight? They said it's a contract-winning, but he don't finish people. I got 13 to 14 finishes out of 17 fights. I don't like going to the decision, and I don't want to go to the decision. I mean, yeah, he's a tough guy. He's a good brawler, and nobody can really hold him down on the ground. But then again, he don't have that factor of overcoming adversity and putting people out. He don't have that stoppage in him. Because, I mean, he had a five-round bare-knuckle fight, and he didn't get a scratch on him at all, and he didn't scratch the other guy. How do you fight bare-knuckle and not hit somebody, you know? And with my length and my brawling mentality, if it comes to that, I'm going to beat him anyway because I'm going to be there faster and I'm going to be out of the way faster. I'm going to be able to hit him and not be hit. And it's going to really bug him on that factor. But if it comes down to it, I think I could beat him in a brawl anyway. Factory X, you know, that's your camp. You know, it's been about five months since your last fight. Have you spent the whole time there training and getting ready for your next fight? All but 10 days. Oh Jesus! What, yep, what? I went ten days. Where'd you go for yeah. ten days? I came home and seen my girl and my family, and then after ten days, I went right back. So you've been grinding. Like, who have you been working closely with throughout those months? Have you been spending a lot of time getting other guys ready? What What was the focus? Ah, uh, no, I've been I've been working with my coaches, Jordan Tatoni, Devonte Smith, Ian Hanage, Court McGee. I mean, all these good top level guys. Maurice Green. I mean, they're they're the top 10, top 15 guys, and they're at 170. They're 185, and he's two-plus, you know. Maurice Green ain't no joke, and I've been training with them. I've been taking their punches. I've been getting wrestled by them. I've been getting up by them. And, I mean, I've been constantly working on me, and uh, Mark would show me a couple things, and then I'd take two or three weeks to perfect it, and then he'd check up on me, and then he'd teach me something else, and then I'd take a couple weeks to perfect it. I mean, it's really just a work in progress, just kind of like stepping stones. And it feels great because I've never really had that kind of coaching. When I came up, um, I've always just been going to other camps and going to other training sessions and other gyms. Like them coaches aren't giving me the love that they would their fighters, but they're kind of teaching me a little bit. But now that I got constantly training partners that are constantly helping me and telling, hey, you need to quit doing this. You're doing this wrong. Everybody in the gym helps everybody. It don't matter if they're a coach or an amateur, you know. Everybody, I mean, amateurs can catch black belts just like that. I mean, it's easy. I've done it before, and I'm only a blue belt. You know, you seem like you've been adding, you know, to your arsenal throughout these last couple months. Has there been any new additions to your training that, you know, that you have added that you've never done before? Oh, definitely. I, uh, like you said, I have that good stand-up. I have that good boxing range, and I found out that, if I move my feet a little bit different and I set up shots a little bit better and I'm using my hip feints, I'm using my shoulder feints, I'm faking them out, and I'm staying in range. Most of the time when I punch, I always stay right in front of them. But now I'm getting to where I'm kind of off at that angle and I hit them. 
and then they miss, and then I'm off back at that angle. We've been working angles. We've been working my footwork and my wrestling get-up. I have been working all of my weaknesses I have been working on. And then in jiu-jitsu, I have been mostly working on getting up because, I mean, I, get, I can go for submissions. I can get submissions. Everybody knows that. But can I get off the ground and make him tired? And then if the more I get up, the more he's going to be tired and the more setup of submissions I'm going to have. So I've been changing a lot in my game. And, yeah, it's definitely going to be a step up. I talked to Brock last week. And, you know, mm-hmm. he, he also mentioned that, you know, you guys are both men of God. And he said God will be the real winner in this matchup. He also said that he will pray with you before the fight and after the fight. What is your response to that, man? It's, it's like a unique aspect of this fight is is that part, I think. Uh, I think it's uh, God putting us in a place to where we can take over the UFC. Like, I mean, everybody has their own religion. Everybody has their beliefs. And I'm all cool with that. But my beliefs and my God, I'm going to praise him and shout him out as a bigger thing. If he wants to help me out with that, if he wants to join together, that's fine. I don't even care if 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 in this fight and he beats me or I beat him. We can be training partners. We can band together and we can start bringing other people into our lives. Because, I mean, uh, last fight I met the Lima brothers. And the Lima brothers are big on God, too. They don't they don't honestly show it as much as they want to. But at, like before the fight before four weigh-ins and stuff, they were always praying with us. We were always talking about God. You could always be around them. And that's what I kind of want is like everybody just being there, everybody praising their God, everybody being comfortable with their religion and spreading the word in their way. I mean, everybody's got their thing that they want to do. And that's nice that Brock wants to do that. I'll definitely take him up on that. Me and my dad will get with his team and we'll all pray together and we'll have a great fight and we'll celebrate afterwards. I mean, it's no big deal to me because praising God is the number one thing. Yeah, I I like that aspect, man. Cause uh, you know, there's you know, trash talking is all good. I don't I'm I like that aspect of the of the game too, you know. And I like the respect aspect and every mm-hmm. different, you know, variety is so. That's why it's mixed martial arts. Mixed, it's variety, man. And you guys bring mm-hmm. a certain variety to it. Um, and the Limo brothers, yeah, definitely phenomenal guys. You know, I've talked to both of those guys before. Uh, one last thing before I let you go, man. There's many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts you know at this point in your career do you consider yourself more of a martial artist or a prize fighter uh, i'm more of a martial artist because i'm trying to blend all my martial arts together i'm not just trying to bring one aspect out i'm trying to make them all together i'm trying to put my hands together for the takedowns the faint the takedowns for the hands you know and the hip feints to set up the kicks and Every aspect of martial arts has something special to give. I mean, we got karate styles, wrestling styles, jiu-jitsu guys, freestyle. I mean, you can have all kinds of mix. But once you put that blend together and make the perfect MMA martial artist, you're going to be on top. All right, man. October 12th, UFC on ESPN Plus 19, Tampa, Florida. Thomas, man, it's good to speak with you. Hopefully we do many more in the future. Good luck on the fight and your future. All right. Thank you. Jesus saves, baby.